Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast. I am Dr. Ben Spears, the ambassador of flow. I'm sitting on my, you know, I don't know what you call it, when you sit on your leg, like you put your leg underneath you, and, and I'm farther away from the microphone, so now I'm hunching. Right. But that's a chiropractor coming out at me. Right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, Dr. Ben Spears, the ambassador of flow. I'm sitting here with the big guy, as always, uh, uh, but the, the Bubba. To my gump. <laughs> Matt, how you doing? Doing good. I'm doing really good, Ben. We, we're fitting together like peas and carrots. <laughs> yeah. Shrimp recruiting. <laughs> That's right. Jumbo jumbo recruiting. <laughs> exactly. So so we've got to – so we're going to – that's what we're going to talk about today, right? Yeah. So we got – so stupid is as stupid does, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny. You know, you know, listen to that. You know, mom always said, mom always said, and and he always had like these 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 great you know one liners. Like his mom was just. I remember like when I was young, you know, mom always said, "Ben, wake up, we're late." (laughs) 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 Okay, (laughs) maybe tomorrow. Well, yeah, so yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, we're going to bring in some Forrest Gump, stupid is as stupid does, and, uh, you know, talking about, you know, how 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 we uh, correlate this or integrate this this saying yep. or this uh, uh, words of these words of wisdom into the interview, right? Absolutely. Perfect. So, guys, wherever you're listening to this, hit that follow and, sub- and subscribe button. Uh, there's no better time than right now than to go to brokerpreneurpodcast.com and sign up for our weekly recruiting newsletter. Um, it is just a, a, a fun way to, uh, you know, get some get some stuff in your inbox that you can share with agents, you know, in your office, out of your office, have some cool conversations, and uh, and make sure that you're leading with value, as we always talk about. Always. So, Matt. Yeah, Benny. Stupid is as stupid does. Right. Handsome is as handsome was. Yep. That's uh, so the first time that uh, so I wanted to know what stupid is as stupid does meant. Right. Yeah. All right. So you know me, right? I'm I'm wired funny like that. I feel like that's pretty literal. You think? Yeah. To me, it was. But, yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. No. It, it, that's not how I took it. I mean, <laughs> stupid is as stupid does, right? So yeah. so that was it. Had me stumped, right? Yeah. I just couldn't figure out what exactly what uh, exactly what what you know they, what they meant by that, right? Okay. So so I went back and looked, and 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 it actually comes from a from a, a more original quote that was written, and that's handsome is as handsome does. Right. Handsome is as handsome does or was handsome is as handsome does. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's just like stupid is as stupid does. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, 1820s or something like that, it originally, you know, it originally came out and, and it basically means, uh, do the actions match how things appear? Okay. Okay. So, uh, which is not exactly how I took, you know, stupid is as stupid does. Right. I just thought it meant like if. If you do something stupid, you're stupid. Right, right. Yeah. If if stupid, right. If stu- if I could see stupid it. Stupid is stupid. If stupid does something. Right. Then stupid. why wouldn't you just say stupid is stupid? Well, well, maybe stupid's not doing something. Maybe like right now, that guy's not stupid. <laughs> no man. <laughs> so so I was so I was stumped, right? Yeah. And uh, and so you know so I read that, and of, of course you know me, everything is real estate to me, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, well, well, you know, how many times in recruiting has somebody showed up 
and not been what you thought it was? Or how many times did you, you know, did you hire an agent? And, and, you know, I've, I've joked about this, right? I've, I've almost not hired people. I was like, there's no way, you know, that they're going to, that they're just going to be able to do what it is that we're talking about doing. And they're not going to have the discipline to get it done and all that kind of stuff and everything. And something would spark and I'd go, okay, well, let me give them a try. And they crush it. Yeah. And then there's other people, man, that just had everything, right? They had the whole, all of it, right? They had the sphere that was going, I'm ready to do business, you know, waiting for them to get their license. And they were, you know, they had sales background and they had time and they had, you know, the the resources to not be pressured to have commission breath and all that kind of stuff, right? They were all just ready to go. Flop. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, just, right? and. And, uh, and so, so, you know, that, uh, so that's what I was thinking is, is as soon as I, you know, kind of got my head around handsome is as handsome does. Right. Yeah. You know, I was like, Oh shit, that makes sense. Right. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, how many times have, have there been somebody that showed up that I thought they were going to be a certain way. Right. It, somebody could have referred them to me. Hey, Matt, so-and-so is getting in the business. You know, they did medical sales or they did, you know, they're, they're they did this for however long or they did that or yeah. they know everybody in town and all that. And I'm like, okay, they're going to be really good. And then we sit down and they're like, oh yeah, well this is, you know, I love this. And you know, my sales, uh, sales background, I've done this. And I really think that this is, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, sign here. Right. You know, oh my gosh, yeah. this is going to be great. And then you chase them for, you know, six months of them not doing anything. And you're finally like, get the hell out. Right. Like, how can I have been so wrong? Yeah. How can I have been wrong? So, so do they match? Right. And so how do you know? I mean, that's really the question, right? How do you get to the bottom of it whenever you're going through all of those things? So, so this is what I wanted to kind of touch on a little bit today. Okay. Okay. So uh, a big part of how do you know is running a good interview. Okay. Yes. Right. So, uh, so we know that, right. We're not going to belabor that. Okay. Right. That's, that's a whole nother 58 podcast. But I think one of the things that I would look at to begin with is look at the source that you know, what you think, you know, number one, right. Is it a reliable source? Yeah. Okay. And then how well vetting it or how, how well have you vetted that source and how many of those sources are there? Yeah. So if one person comes in and says, my gosh, this person knows everyone and knows everyone in town. Right. And they're just going to, they're just going to crush it in real estate. How well vetted is that? Okay. Not saying that that agent that told you that is a liar, full of crap or whatever. Okay. That's, that's not what I'm saying, but go ahead and vet it. Go ahead and go ahead and figure it out. Meet some other people that you know about. Talk to some other people that you can talk to and everything. See, Google it, Google it, right. Expand it, go, go a little bit bigger. Right. The other thing that, that I think is really dangerous, right? And uh, and I talked to somebody. I talked to somebody uh, today, right? Somebody that's exploring some services that, that we've got and seeing if they're a good fit for them. And you know, they said they were struggling with. They said they were struggling with recruiting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when they said they were struggling with recruiting, I said, well, well, which part? And they said, well, you know, we had a whole bunch of appointments set up, but I just felt like I was spinning spinning my wheels. Yeah. Right? And uh, and I said, well, at what point did you realize you were spinning your wheels? And, and, you know, she said, well, what do you mean? What point? And I was like, well, did you go through five interviews with them and, and right. Or did you hire them and figure out or, or did they walk in the front door and you're like, oh my gosh, this person's never going to be a, this person's never going to be a fit. Or did you get halfway through the interview? And then they just say something that's so stupid. You're like, oh my God, get out. Right. When, at what point did you notice that? And they kind of, you know, they, they, they pause just a little bit. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm doing this on, I'm doing this on zoom. And, uh, and they paused just a little bit and they said, you know, I don't really know when I, when I knew, but I just know that collectively looking back, I've, I've wasted a lot of time with a lot of people. Okay. So part of that is the appointment setting process. Okay. But part of it is that, that whenever they get in there and you're asking those questions, 
if you haven't vetted where they, uh, you know, where you got the information from about what was, what was happening with them and are they handsome or are they just acting handsome, right? right. Are they stupid? Are they just acting stupid? You know, part of that is, is as you're vetting through that, when do you start vetting that part of the process? So, so what a lot of people do, like the person I was just talking about, they base it on transactions, right? Gotcha. So they say, yeah. you know, my, my agents have this much productivity, and so I want other people that have that same amount of productivity. That doesn't mean they're going to match. Yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, oh, that's, so, that's so far from it. So, so let me give you a, a, a real-life example here. So, so let's say that somebody has, uh, let's say that somebody has uh, 50 transactions a year. There's two agents that have 50 transactions a year. They both do it all themselves. They have one administrative person. Both of them have one administrative person. One of them does 50 transactions a year, and they're all listings. Mm-hmm. One of them has 50 transactions a year, and they're all buyers. Yeah. Do those agents conduct their business the same way? Yeah, and, not even same. Nowhere near it. They right? should probably know each other, though. They should probably know each other for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. But but that's what we run into, right? We go, yeah. ooh, 50 units. Right, we get fifty transactions here. Let me go hire that person. They got they got this much volume. You know, they're doing two hundred million a year or whatever it is that you know whatever it, it ends up being. And and you and you take a step back, and as you're going through the the conversation with them, you realize when you really start to dig in to what are those fifty transactions. Right, you're filling out the paperwork. Everybody's getting ready to sign it, and and. You say, well, you know, so where do you get your, where do you get your, your business from? Right. And yeah. they say, oh, well, I get my business from, uh, you know, relocation. And you're like, oh crap, we have a relocation contract with the one that competes against this person that's sitting here. Yeah. Right. You know how much of an issue that turns into? Absolutely. Like, okay. So if you didn't ask those questions and this seems silly, but like I said, it's a very real life, very real life example. Yeah. You know, we, you know, I've, I've had somebody that, that I worked with, that was the exact case that we, that we ran into. Right. There you and, and, uh, and you know, they were, uh, they were just getting in the business and, uh, they had an HR background and they knew a lot of people in that town that, that were in HR in different companies because they, you know, retired from one HR job. And so they started reaching out as they were getting their license and everything. So immediately they were going to be competing with a business development yeah, part of the part of the company. Yeah, pulling leads from those right those HR people. Right, and so so the person calls me up. The manager calls me up and says, "Hey, look, I just I just signed paperwork with with this person, and they're excited about being on here because of all the stuff that we offer and everything." Uh, but but you know, as we're signing paperwork, this is what they this is what they said, and I said, "Well, you didn't think to ask how they were planning on generating business as you were going through the." the interview process that never came up. Oh no. They said they knew a lot of people in HR and all that kind of stuff. And I said, okay, was there a, was there a flag at any point? Right. That, and it wasn't until they were signing that had, that was something that we had to unravel. Yes. I wanted, I wanted both. I wanted to continue doing the business and everything, but there was a direct correlation between the two of those. And so what we had to do is we had to clarify that with all parties. Yeah. Because what they wanted to do is they wanted to go get business and go around the relocation company. Right. That, that we had a contractual relationship with. Right. Can't do that. <laughs> okay. So, so, so there's dangers to not vetting, not vetting people, right? Yeah. There's dangers to, right? So, so again, what does this have to do with, with, you know, handsome is as, as handsome does, right? Are you reconciling where you're getting the information about the person with who the person is? Are you really asking those questions during the during the interview? Are you truly getting to the Are you truly getting to the to the bottom of that? Yeah. 
a lot of things we think we see through social media. Oh yeah. Okay. The highlight reels, the highlight reels. That's exactly right. So, so what is it that you're determining and how and when are you determining in your interview? Who's going to be a good match? Cause I, I have brokers all the time that, that I talk to and they're like, well, I can't believe, you know, this agent went over there and somebody else moved and I talked to him and they didn't come to me and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So did you not present that you were a good match? Okay. Yeah. Or are you not a good match? Yeah. You have to get to the bottom of which of those that it is. One is a skill set, right? And the other is about being authentic. Right. Okay. So you have to be what you are. Yeah. You're, you're not going to be able to put on. You're not going to be able to trick people. You're not going to be able to, to all of that. Okay. If you plan on being supportive at all with what you're doing in your business, if you plan on helping people grow their business at all, you're going to have to be good at what you are and true at what you are. And that's going to have to be a match for people. Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, you got to you got to, you know, surround surround yourself that by by people who um you know, just just believe, I don't want to just say the word believe, but you know, right. be, believe what you do. Right. And, uh, and, and, and on top of that, believe in what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to end up with somebody that's not a good match for, for what you are, because that splinters, we talked about this all the time, right? Yep. It splinters your culture. As soon as it starts splintering your culture, Kiss it makes it really Yeah. It yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, um, you know, lo- looking at that, the, <sighs> lost my train of thought here. Uh, uh, looking at looking exactly what we just talked about the 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 truth can be said about lots of things in life right we all hear the things don't judge a book by its cover Mm -hmm. my my sons have watched he-man enough to where the moral of the story at half of those episodes is don't don't judge a book by its cover Mm -hmm. i want to i want to and this may be the action item so i'm not gonna like throw i don't want to if it is and just stop me Mm What are what are some things other than saying like you know, check something out, Google it. Let's say I came to you, and I said, "Gosh, this person is is just going to absolutely kill it." Mm-hmm. Just tell me like the first thing that maybe the question that you would ask me, mm-hmm. right? To 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 um, adjust you know the adjust the credibility <laughs> right. or whatever. Right. What's the first thing that that you would do to say? All right, let me let me lay some some groundwork, some foundation right. on um, what this what this book looks like on the inside. Right, instead of just the cover. Yeah, so uh, so I would go three deep on that, right? Yep. So which is what which is what I learned to do. I always I, I never wanted it to come across like I was questioning the referral. Okay. Okay. So if you as an agent came to me and said, Hey, Matt, Betty Sue is going to be in, is going to be killer. You know, she's getting her license or she's thinking about moving or or something like that. You know, you should give her a call. I'm, I'm never going to say, uh, oh, yeah, what makes you say that? Because I want to make, sure make sure she's a good fit. She better not be the wrong person, right? I'm not going to go into that, right. okay? I'm also, I think it's irresponsible also to go, that's great. Give me your phone number. I'll call her right now. Yeah. Okay? I think that's irresponsible too to your, to your culture as a whole. Depending on, uh, so let me, let me say this. Let me, let me take a step back to what I think a real estate office culture should be. Okay. Okay? 
there's tons of real estate offices that that uh, that people are extremely happy. Just everybody kind of being whatever they are and culture being all over the place. And it doesn't really matter what you do. There's no right. There's no, okay. Right. Absolutely. Go get them tiger. If that's what you want. Right. Go get yep. them tiger. That's not how I look at it. Right. So that's where my frame of reference comes from on, on answering this. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so I would reconcile, right. You heard mm-hmm. me say that earlier. So I would I would ask and say, that's fantastic. Tell me a little bit more. Tell me a little bit more about her. Right. So that's my first attempt at that. And then you would say, oh, well, she knows this person and they know this and she grew up here and she's really whatever. And a lot of times the agent will will give you some context. And as they give you that context, then you can say, well, tell me a little bit more about that. Or how do you know her or or what did you know, what was her previous business? And and how do you think that's going to help her with real estate? Get the person to lean into answering why they feel that way. Gotcha. The other thing that that's going to do is it's going to make your appointment go better. It's, excuse me. It's going to make your appointment setting process go better, and it's going to make your interview go better. Okay. Okay. So now whenever I call Betty Sue, I'm going to say, hey, <clears throat> hey, Betty Sue, you know, I talked to, I talked to Ben. You know, I had a great conversation with him. He said you actually uh, grew up in the area and everything. I'd love to sit down and talk to you a little bit about that. And, and, uh, and you know, we could talk a little bit about, you know, what your plans are, big picture with how, you know, how you want to accomplish your real estate goals. So at that point you have the opportunity to just very comfortably put things that you heard from Ben into the conversation with Betty Sue. Okay. So, so I think that was part of your question is how do you vet it out? Okay. Yeah. Validation. Right. So let me, let me, let me go a different direction with the question. Okay. Okay. So, and, and still answer it though. All right. Okay. So here's how you know, if you're off track reconciling the information. So if you're in a meeting and you're talking and all of a sudden you catch yourself doing this, you know that you don't know enough about the person. Okay. As soon as you know enough about the person, it's real easy to say, here's your problem. Here's how I'm going to solve it. But, but nobody wants to do that if they don't really know what the problem is. Right. You follow me? Yep, so really get Okay. So, so here's your problem. Here's how I'm going to solve it. Here's how you know when you haven't reconciled. You start doing your value vomit, okay. right? Okay. So what do you start doing? You're like, Hey Ben, how's it, uh, how's it, how's it going? And you go, Oh, it's good and everything. So what do you want to do with your, with your real estate business? Oh, this is what I want to do. Oh, you know, what's going to really help that? I've got this and I've got this and 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 this. Have you ever heard of a CRM? That's right. You ever heard of a CRM? That's right. And then all of a sudden I say, do you want to sign here? And danger Will Robinson, right? That's when there's a problem. Yeah. As soon as you start to value vomit, you know that something's missing. Because that means you're talking about everything instead of talking about something. Yeah. You need to dig in and talk about something. Yeah. What is it that is their issue? That's exactly right. What is it that's their issue that you have a solution to? You have a tool, a system, a some level of support that's going to help them win at whatever level with that. As soon as you can as soon as you catch yourself value vomiting, cut that crap out, dig in for real, and then offer a solution that's really going to help them take their business to the next level. Yep. I like it. Well, guys, before Matt gives you another action item, right? Because that's I, I like, like a pre-action item that I gave you guys there. <laughs> I don't know how. I, I just forgot that question. I was like, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, you know, I get these things in my head like, I don't want to interrupt what he's saying. I don't want to interrupt what he's saying. <laughs> but I got a good question. <laughs> and then you stop, and I'm like, what in the world was I saying? See, if it was me, I would just forget I even had a question. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Right? I, I, when, my, when, I, when, I, when I want to figure something out, and I'm mm-hmm. like, Man, like I need to know this. Then I, I it eats way up. Well, see, there you way. go. See, I think I've got everything figured out. Yeah, so that's the problem, right? And I it feel like I've problem. got nothing figured out. <laughs> Again, peas and carrots. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> 
shrimp sandwich. <laughs> uh, so, guys, wherever you listen to this, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, on a shrimp on a shrimp boat, <laughs> hit that follow button. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button, that bell right beside it. You get notified every time we drop a new episode. Go check out prospectboomerang.com and see all the things that Matt and I have to help you not only with agent uh, productivity, but also growth of your company, obviously, through recruiting. We have something for every phase and every stage of business that you're in um, because we just want to be part of your win. Matt, hit yep. us up with an action item. So look at your last uh, look at your last three interviews that were non-hires. Okay. Okay, so write their name down really quick. Okay, or think about them in your head if you can keep this all compartmentalized. Now, on the three of those, I want you to answer these questions. Okay, how did they develop their business? What did they do or what did they plan on doing to generate business? How are they going to do their lead gen? Do you have the answer to that? And is it an answer? Not that, oh, they were going to talk to their friends and family because we mentioned that. And that's, but did they say, here's how I plan on generating business? And did you dig into that plan? That's yeah. number one. Number two, what was their transaction count? Okay. If it was zero, right, it's easy because they were a new agent. But what was their transaction count? And how many of those transactions were listings? And how many of those transactions were buyers? Right. Okay. And number three, what was their gross commission income? And what was their net? Yeah. If you're in an interview and you're planning on hiring someone and you're really planning on taking to the, them to the next level of their business, damn it, you should have asked those questions. Yeah. If you're really there to help them out, you're really there to take them to, a, to another level, you have to make sure that what you say you're going to do, you're going to be able to do. And who they say they are, that's actually who they are. When you ask them those questions, you're getting around all of the, the, the veil of what everybody says they're going to do. Yeah. You're really getting to the root of it. Absolutely. Well, we like getting to the root of things, Matt. We do. Right? On this podcast, uh, on a Wind big gardening. plate of nachos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bound to be some roots here somewhere. I'm going to keep looking. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we love doing this podcast, guys, and uh, we appreciate you all so much for so much for listening. You are truly the roots of this podcast. We do it for one reason and one reason alone. Tell them why that is, Matt. Because we want to be part of their win. Mm-hmm.